Welcome to another Woodshop podcast with Dan, Mike, and Pete. The only podcast where if you interact with us too much, you'll get banned. Just like on Instagram. Mike, can we address the Batman in the room? It, your house just keeps getting darker, Dan. Just progressively yeah, darker. Can you turn like, on some lights? Seeing some I don't lights. have any lights on. It's, I'm right. lit by no, the we computer know. screen. And... <laughs> it's like a green screen. It's just all black and just a Beautiful head and a glass sunset. floating. <laughs> and I'm wearing black. Yeah. I'm going to blur my background. That's much better. Oh, you can do that? Yeah, yeah that's a got, thing on the video. If you hover over the video option. Yeah, it's... What? Brown. Mike, how do you feel about Instagram currently? You love it? It's, it's, so, frust- it's so frustrating right now. <laughs> it's so frustrating. I'm less, I'm just like, it's turned into this very, it's turned into a very motivating situation to focus on YouTube. Yep. <laughs> so them pulling things, I mean, I, YouTube can do it too. I mean, any platform can do anything they want at any time, but it, I guess it's more helped me realize that I shouldn't keep all my eggs in one basket. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, and this is this helps that too. The podcast does. It's this whole, you know, Hakuna Matata. I guess I don't, it's all these things. You have like all these. You have all these plates spinning, and that's good. I mean, it's hard to balance them all, but you need to keep a bunch of options out there. What oh, yeah. if you know what one of something may never mm-hmm. hit, but one of them might hit, or a few of them might hit. You never know. What if you get hacked? What if not even YouTube or someone steals your account? What if you get hacked? And then delete your account. I've delete heard of that. Delete your account or holds it ransom. Right. Or whatever, or post a bunch of crap and gets you pulled and you can't recover from that. Yeah. That's, Based on scary, my, what I've seen from Instagram this week and zero response to me reaching out to them, they're never going to respond to anything. That's I mean, not good. yeah. Well, that's not at good. least on YouTube, you do, once you become a slightly larger account, I think what, it's a couple thousand followers, nothing major, you do get assigned to like almost like a, 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 a case rep? handlers, a rep, somebody mm-hmm. that like actually deals with you when things happen i was not aware of that yeah i know a lot of the larger accounts they are 100 percent like managed like they always refer to their you know their youtube manager uh it's essentially just point of contact it's like when you call an insurance company they get right. a person that's in charge of your thing but they're your point person interesting so at least it has either. like a human behind it which is nice yeah instagram unmonetized instagram. they don't care mm-hmm. i mean it it's not evergreen it's really hard to like justify it it's i think it's really like low level entry level content creation stuff and I, and it's gonna sound like i'm dogging on people who just stand instagram i'm not it's it's a lot of work i've done it for the last nine months shut up dan you're <laughs> you're, you're like a three hundred thousand view video throwing your hands up <laughs> he's he's big on reddit that's, 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 right. on Reddit. that's his other platform. He's that's episode. another. That's another episode. <laughs> yeah, no, no. That's, episode. That's, that's, a a Patreon. Patreon episode. that's a Patreon episode. <laughs> that's a Patreon episode. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, it's like it's an it's a easy barrier of entry into creating content and belonging to a community. The community is only positive. Mm-hmm. Like, there's almost no negativity. There's a couple of guys out there that are negative. There's one we were talking about earlier. Okay. Um, you know, but that's going to solve itself. Like all these weird like anomalies in the community that aren't hyper positive, they seem to just go away because the community won't stand for it. So, Absolutely. and that's the people that are, they're not going to grow. They can't translate the numbers that they're getting on Instagram because they're just a personality on Instagram. Right. They, they're there to, 
like I was saying, like, you know, the people that just like pose with tools or with wood or something, and I've never seen them finish a damn project. Uh, or the people that are like super Red lightly. Like, yep. <laughs> or people that are just like, super nice or whatever. And then you you met some people that are not that great. I've, I've met some people in person that I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to like secretly unfollow you now. Right. Um, you know, they can't translate that to numbers on, on YouTube or whatever because a lot of their followers are just basic users that are, they're non-woodworkers. Just like, oh, I like pretty DIY shots or this or that. Whereas, you know, people True. behind us, our majority of them are genuine woodworkers, people that are interested in the craft. When we say swipe up, we got a video, they're going to go to it. Right. And you have a real follow. Well, and I, I will say, even though I don't, I don't appreciate that content. And we, the three of us, I know we don't appreciate DIY, the, the accounts that pose in front of a beauty shot. We don't appreciate that. But there's definitely an audience for that. Oh, um, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, obviously, I mean, they have just... huge followings. It's just, you know, and for us, it's frustrating because we have to put our nose down, get some stuff done to get, like, every follower is a grind. Um, but that's not yeah. why we're here. We we didn't join. I mean, we wanted likes. We, want, we wanted to share this stuff, but it was never right. to, like, to be an influencer. That's not why we started. It's just what it developed into. It's like, oh, whoa, you're actually kind of good at this, and there's people that like to see this, and now there's people... Mike, like people are reaching out to you all the time now. You were saying that they just want advice or whatever. And these yep. are people that may have been woodworking longer than you, but you're yeah, yep. more involved with the thing that they want to find out about because they're in right. this little bubble and you're trying out all these different things. You know, we're we're a resource whether we have a year of woodworking under our wings or twenty. Well, and there's a there's also like, you know, there's a guy who's realistic. I mean, there's guys out there that are better than me for sure. I think I'm not some like expert woodworker by any stretch of the imagination i'm still learning i have years of learning to do and um you know i don't think anyone ever i don't think anyone will ever like hit their pinnacle of woodworking that's the cool thing about woodworking is that you can do it your whole life and never be the best woodworker you can ever be um but we all do different projects and you know this is a ridiculous exaggerative exact example but you know jory brigham or Matt Cremona might have never made something silly like a cutting board or whatever. whatever one other thing that's fairly low entry level item into woodworking, they might actually hit, hit you up and be like, hey, they could probably look at it. So obviously this is a huge exaggeration, but they might reach out and go, hey, how did you do that? And they might want to know how you did it as opposed to how someone else did it. So that's where a lot of that comes from. I mean, anything I've done, I've just looked at it and tried to figure it out and figured it out my own processes. And they might just want to not, not might not want to do that. They might just want to say, "Hey, how did you do it?" Instead of trying to figure it out themselves, and they might just not have as much time to devote to figuring it out as people sure. like us who put a lot of time into it. So, and I think that's a lot of what I get from messages from people is, "Hey, I enjoy woodworking. I'm not in my shop every night. I'd like to do a project this weekend. How'd you make that bottle opener?" And then. I'll give them, and that's why YouTube does so well, and that's what makes Instagram so difficult, is because, you know, Instagram's really only good for one or two processes, mm. <clears throat> like in a shot. Like it's really hard unless you're like KJ Sawdust, who can like he does those quick, quick hard cuts between processes. That's why I like his. I mean, that's why he does so well. He do, he'll do like ten processes in a in a one minute video, but he'll do hard quick cuts, and he'll be like one chop on the miter saw. One hit of the chisel, one run through on the on the router table, 
and he does like five processes, but it looks good and he produces it well. That's hard for a lot of people to make look good, <laughs> but that's why he does so well. A smooth transition is hard sometimes. Yeah. So, I don't know. Well, Dan, what's going on with you? You've been quiet. I'm just listening to you guys. You, you guys have a lot to say. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I agree totally. Like I, I get guys all the time that message me and ask me how to do things, and I go and look at their accounts, and I'm like, why why in the world are you asking me? Mm-hmm. Like, what do I know? But, uh, yeah, it, it blows me away. I, somehow I fell into this influencer thing. Well, I think the Wild. the stopping and asking for directions uh, is no longer frowned upon. Right. Like it used to be. And that's, like, you got these old guys reaching out. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know? And they're very active on Instagram. And I'm, like, so proud of that generation. You know, yeah. it's, like, people that are almost my dad's age. And they're on here, like, just showing off their woodworking. They made a crib in a weekend from, like, <laughs> right. just I a, have a, a tree that they cut down last summer. <laughs> I have a few guys in that age range that reach out to me and ask me questions. And, and I have one guy that's like, you're a real inspiration. If you're ever in this part of the country, I really want to hang out with you and pick your brain. And I'm like, dude, looking at your the things that you post and, and your content, I don't know if I have anything to uh, provide you. It's crazy. But you're wrong. You do. You do have something to provide them because you have different approach than everyone else like you think you don't but you really do have something to add to them i think i mean everyone does something differently that's why i think collaborations outside of social media i'm not talking in the social media aspect i think collaborations are so good to work with other woodworkers um because you pick up things in the way people do things so that's i think i I think that like i'm not talking like at all on a social media aspect no i I, I working with other woodworkers and people who do things because I don't know about you. Actually, I do know about you guys. You guys both didn't go to some technical or trade school for woodworking. We all picked it up and just figured it out, right? Right. And we we started on a path and we got to where we're at, you know. And there was other ways that could have gone, but it didn't. And now we're here, and this guy's right here, and you guys could probably learn a lot from each other. So I think that like getting other people in your shop is fun. I think going in other people's shops is fun because you're both. You're both passionate about the same thing, and you, you know, you get to learn from each other, and I think I think that's what really brings the Instagram community together. And while Instagram as a platform pisses me off, um, <laughs> you know, the community there is, and it sounds like such a circle jerk because it's said so often to the point where it's a cliche now. But the woodworking community on Instagram is insanely positive and really just great. It's just great thing to be a part of, and it's it really. Is. Stated. Mm-hmm. I mean, so. it, it may be a cliche or a circle jerk at, at this point, but uh, coming from the photography community on Instagram, it, it's it's so much better. Like yeah. the, I, I I just can't overstate how great the community is for the woodworking community on Instagram. It's it's, it's nothing I, like I've ever experienced in any other like community or subset. It's on. so wholesome. Well, I think part of that is because. So if I'm if I'm Joe Schmo on the street, and I hope I don't, what I'm about to say does not offend you, Daniel, as a photographer. But if I'm Joe Schmo, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> but if I'm Joe Schmo on the street and I want a photographer, I kind of expect the same thing from different photographers. Like I want a good photo at the end, right? Yeah. And and that's kind of hard to. I mean, I think that's pretty quantifiable what a good photo looks like. Now, obviously, you would think. 
I, right, but like from one photographer to the other, I mean, I'm not. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to like talk down to photography because it's definitely an art and a skill. I think you can look, you can see what a. I think you can tell the difference between a good photo and a bad photo, right? But you, it's really hard to tell the difference between two really good photos. Does that make sense? Yes. So if the, you have a, you piece would of, be surprised to know, like there there are a lot of people that that can't distinguish between good and bad. Period. Well, okay, that's true. Um, I think that there's that's probably easier for a photographer to figure out the difference between a good photo and a bad photo, though, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. I think the people who can't tell the difference between a good photo and a bad photo is me, who's not a photographer. <laughs> but, like, you, who is a photographer, goes, this is garbage, and you know it's good, but someone else doesn't know it's good. So whatever the perception of good is to Joe Schmo, um, I think there is there is a way to quantify it. Like, you know, the blurry cam, it looks like someone put... KY jelly on their iPhone <laughs> camera and they went to go record whatever they're doing or take a picture of it. it looks that's a bad photo we can all say that's a bad photo you know a good photo is a good photo but when you have when someone makes a table and they're given the same two different woodworkers are given the same pieces of wood to make a piece of furniture they're gonna not look the same they're gonna look totally different and it's and it's it's not so abstract I guess so I feel like sometimes when people are buying when well when a customer is buying from a woodworker, they're buying from that person to get what they will make, if that makes sense. But when I'm buying from, when I'm hiring a photographer, I just want a good picture of my wedding. Does that make sense? Or is that oversimplifying it? I don't know. It's kind of both. <laughs> I mean, I, it is oversimplifying it. I'm not meaning it that way. But I mean, when you buy, like, I want some good pictures of my event, and I'm not saying that, um, I'm, I know that that's a hard, that's a day's work. You're going to bust your butt to get the good, the good, the good shots. But I think yeah. when you get, um, like for me, because I don't know any different, I don't know any different. Uh, when I see a picture of, if you had taken pictures of my wedding, and the lady who took the pictures of our wedding took our pictures, to me they'd probably look both very good, and yes. very similar. If that makes sense. It makes sense. Does that make but sense? It makes perfect sense. But... I want to hear what you're about to say. I really do. <laughs> I really do. I'm not sure. But, but from my point of view and, and from my experience, um, you're not just selling the good photos. You're also selling the experience and the person that you are. Because if you're going to be around those clients all day, right. they don't want to be around a D-bag right. or somebody who's boring. They, wanna, they want somebody who's fun and can be at the party and blend in. And So what I was trying to get to in the long road I got there and I derailed is um, – <laughs> So it seems like there isn't much competition in the Instagram space between accounts. And I think that's because everyone makes different things. I mean, I think there is, there's some competition and there's some, you know, there's some, you know, there's some behavior that can be interpreted that way. Mm. But I think for the most part, I'm not competing for Pete's woodworking business, air quotes. I'm not competing for Dan's woodworking business. And not just because we're not regional. There's guys around here that do woodworking as well that I'm friends with and I'm not competing for them. So it's a, a fairly non-competitive thing, but I feel like if I was a photographer living in Nebraska by you, Dan, you and me would probably be in competition with each other. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't feel like I'm in competition with other woodworkers who do live near me because our product is so different. <laughs> and that's the long road I was trying to get to. I didn't do a great job getting there quick, but <laughs> that's all right. But that's what that's I'm right. saying. We landed it. We got to fill some time. It's fine. <laughs> So, like, you know, I got my buddy who lives up the street. He does totally different woodworking than me and stuff that I have no interest in doing. 
um, you know, uh, and I don't know if that's more comparable to like my father-in-law's father-in-law does landscape photography. He takes picture of nature. I don't know if that's more comparable, but I feel like, you know, I feel like other communities have a lot more competition within them and that's why there's not as much positivity, but I guess I could be wrong. So we're also in a community I mean, that has a lot of process shots and there's steps to everything we're doing. It's not, you know, the people that just post finished products, that's not that you're going to get a lot of those regular people that just want to see finished products. Oh, like, Oh, I, I can see that in my kitchen or something. Mm-hmm. But we're in a fortunate position where picking out lumber, it, it could be half a day's worth of stories. Just going to a lumber yard, yeah. picking stuff out. Hey, I, found, I, I fit it into my car somehow, get it home. And like days of working on the project. And then even something as stupid as oil hitting wood, which we all know is legally you have to post. Uh, it, it's, <laughs> you know, there's so many processes where, you know, I came from, I was, a, uh, I was big into Subarus for a little bit. And I was like in that community and trying to get involved in that. It was stupid. Everyone had their own car, but it seems so competitive. Like, whose muffler is louder? Who's got a better spoiler? Who's got this? And it was like, <laughs> it seemed like a competition, and there was no, like, community whatsoever. Um, whereas, you know, and even, like, in rock climbing, I came from rock climbing. They, Everyone kind of competes with, like, who can climb stronger. But, oh. Oh, wait. Sorry. Oh, okay. oh sorry. That was, was like, getting... Got scared there for a second. I got the same thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, things like that, you know, aren't there are communities that aren't as uh, kind of inviting to other people in the same community as well as it's kind of awkward for me. You know, I see Dan post pictures and finish shots and stuff like that of his photography and me like reach out to him like, hey, how'd you get that one photo like so blurry? Or what did you use for this? You know, and you'd be like, I don't know, I use this lens and like my ISO was this. You know, you can kind of talk about that. But the woodworking community, there's like, there's so many things you can talk about. It could spark a whole conversation. I mean, I guess, I guess there is some with photography as well, but it's more of a DIY and approachable thing in woodworking because it's it's a lower, I guess, cost of entry for a lot of things. I think that, and I, that's kind of more what true, I was saying, true, is that, that with, with photography it's more you it's a higher entry point and it's a it can be like there's no like real in between you're kind of either a really good photographer or not a really good photographer right is that accurate dan that's accurate so i mean for woodworking there's so many levels and tiers of how and none of them you know you don't need to you don't need to talk down to someone who isn't good as good at you or have the same skill set or hasn't much time to work at woodworking as you I feel like with with photography, you're kind of either a photographer or you're not a photographer. So, I, yep. I mean, I I feel like that like you're kind of either just there or you're not. So that's that's also what I was trying to get to. But I think woodworking is like there's the weekend warriors. There's the the guys who just whittle. There's guys who just make pins. There's guys who only do built-ins. There's you know there's all these different subcategories, but they're still woodworkers. Oh yeah. So um. You know, me taking a picture of my dog in my backyard does not make me a photographer. Dan is a photographer. You can see the difference. You see the pictures Dan took at WorkbenchCon. You're like, God, this man is doing. Everyone who saw him, you know, was like, man, these are just great, great photos. And they're great shots. All of them are super (laughs) great and candid. And not to blow smoke up Dan's butt. But, I mean, it just, like, you can tell the difference. Yeah, what up, WorkbenchCon? Hit me up. Yeah. If, you know, when if I take a picture with my phone, or even if I took a picture with Dan's equipment, it's not going to look good. Oh yeah, so that's the uh, same. Hey, somebody could walk into your shop, use your 
Well, that's true. You're doing too. a saws and and your joiner and still make the worst looking piece of furniture. Right. That's true. Yep. 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 What that's I always the size like to of the tool people, is how you use it. What I always like to tell people is, uh, you could give me Tiger Woods clubs and I'm not going to go out and win the PGA Tour. Right. I mean, it does. The, the equipment doesn't matter. Right. It's all about the skill and the right. know-how. We got an right. Yep. Yep. Hundred percent. So, what are you guys working on currently? Go ahead, Pete. Me. Uh, working on the IT setup for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of figuring out, but I guess that worked out. I mean, we still have to see because when we're done, that's when the, the the truth really comes out if this thing is actually going to work. Because for all we know, we've been recording silence this whole time, just one setting off, and just. I really hope so. Uh, oh man, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be um, the worst. <laughs> what about you guys? What are you working on? Go ahead, Dan. Uh, well. Uh, aside from the Omaha Film Festival, which I just finished up today, I'm working on some side tables, and then I need to work on an entertainment center that's going to match the side tables. The side tables are made out of wall. Mm-hmm. They're so gorgeous. But, you know, the client wanted me to spray them a crystal clear, like, water-based finish so it doesn't give that oil-based pop. But it actually looks kind of nice. I like it. Might, what'd I might you, do what'd you more. use for it? Polycrylic? Uh, but yeah, very verithane polyacrylic. Nice. Crystal clear, matte. Hmm. It's actually pretty nice. Awesome. I gotta pick that up. It looks really yeah. good. It sprays well. Oh, it sprays. Oh, you sprayed it. Okay. Did yeah, you yeah. Cut it. Did I cut it? No, it's. Yeah. I put it right in uh, my uh, Wagner sprayer. No cut. Oh, nice. Necessary. That's good. Sprayed know. great. Hmm. Interesting. I might have to do that. I've got one of the. I've got the. What's the Wagner's other brand? Um. I got that home right. I haven't broken home it right. open yet. So I'm, I kind of got that for spraying my guitar. So we'll see. I need to get into spraying. I have a, I have an Erlex. Uh, oh, like nice. nice. Yeah. And I, 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 I don't do it justice. I just spray. <laughs> I sprayed with it. It's not once. about the tool, Pete. Oh, I have a home right too. I have a home right. We all start somewhere. Yeah. I, you just started on Erlex. <laughs> <laughs> my way up to it. Right. You're working down. I um, got a Laguna sprayer. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, is it on to me now for the bench? Yeah. What are you doing? Oh. Um, you got to tell people because they don't know because you can't post anything. Right. Because I'm in Instagram jail yeah. for murder. <laughs> um, too active. Too active. We can go into that, I guess, after this. Yes, uh, please. So I'm tonight. I'm going to be starting on a YouTube video for. I, I, so I was banned last Wednesday, which is about five, four or five days ago. Uh, for those in the future listening to this podcast, and I got banned when I made a post of a mallet. Uh, I made a post of a mallet, responded to some comments on Instagram, and was banned for seven days. Um, you just got so, banned on Skype. There we go. Am I gone? No, you're all back now. Oh, I saw him. Oh, yeah, everything here? froze on my end. Oh, oh that sounds like you're in, home. Sounds like Dan got banned. <laughs> Dan got banned. Somebody got banned on Skype already. <laughs> so I had, a, I had a lot of people ask me to do a – to show them how to make a mallet, basically. So um, my I'm going to make a YouTube video this week on how I make mallets. So there's, I don't know, 70 million videos on YouTube on how to make mallets. Um, I'm going to make I had, one too. I had like uh, like 20 people ask me to do a mallet tutorial. 
Uh, I'm sure of those 20 from Instagram, one will actually go to YouTube and watch it. But I'm still going to make it because uh, I'm not monetized and I need to get those videos out. Yep. Yeah. And then, um, <clears throat> good. I'm sure I have a mallet video too. I think, yeah, my son oh, has a mallet video. He's three. Uh, everyone's got a mallet video. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I have one lined up. I, I, I yeah. have a script right now for it. <laughs> do it. You, you, you know what you should it. do next? Crosscut. Crosscut sled Cross-cut. video. Boom. We need Those more. Good. No, I'm going to yeah. do a clamp rack after that and then a charging station. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. They're on the list. And then Mike makes them. <laughs> You should do it. I mean, it's all different. It, that's what I'm talking Everyone about. Like, does it differently. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna do it different than me, and it's gonna look different. Plus, my clamps are gonna slide sideways onto a long rail. Oh, you're doing a long, a long pop-out rail. Yeah, because I'm just running out of room and where they are. But yeah, no, for sure. Anyways, back to your uh, video. Sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna do that video. I'm gonna work on that tonight. I'm hoping to have that wrapped up by Tuesday, and then um, Wednesday I should be out of out of Instagram jail. Awesome. Um, I got some. Pretty cool things lined up over the next couple weeks that I guess I probably shouldn't even mention because I can't really go into them. Um, I can go off into that offline with you guys. Um, but other than that, I'm just really want to get back to posting on Instagram because, uh, you know, time to grow, baby. Time to grow. <laughs> I want to get that growth going back. I can't let you pass me. I need to hold all ass. I'm going to do everything I can, can to pass. Can you say that? Can I say ass? You can say ass. Okay. <laughs> oh, all but. Can you say ass? Can you? Fantastic. I don't also, know. I'll just say Same. dupa. Dupa means butt in Polish, so we'll just go with that. Perfect. Dupa. Super relatable. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get so many Polish listeners. Uh, um, I'm out. I don't like this. This isn't great. <laughs> I cannot post this. <laughs> oh god. Uh, this can okay. be our special outtakes for the uh, pa- patrons. Right. Yes. The, the patron one doesn't have to be clean. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> We talk about the actual format of the podcast since we're because I don't know are we gonna post this we're gonna post this maybe not we can always cut this up we can cut this up decide on that after it's cut up and see how it's done well because I I had like a mock layout of a podcast and I want your opinion so uh, obviously intro Mm -hmm. you know the it's Mike Dan Peter Uh, that's it that's the intro right there that's that's it (laughs) we have Uh, it out. What we're working on, got big topic, big kahuna, and then some little stuff if we have time. Sometimes a big topic, like we talked for 30 minutes about, I don't even know what, filled half hour. Yeah. Uh, Then I guess we're going to ask for questions eventually, right? Right. So we'll have those. Yes. And I'd like to do a thing of the week or a thing of the podcast, thing of the show. Like all of us, something that like this week, like since the last episode, this is my thing. I love this thing. Like. It could be, you know, for Dan, it could be all the woodpecker squares he's got ordered that are coming. <laughs> <laughs> for me, woodpecker it's... squares and uh, Bosch miter saws. Uh, so we'll do, you know, like you said, the the roll in the intro. <clears throat> um, I mean, what's the intro gonna? Con- I mean, is I don't I don't want to get into like a super in depth. I think it just needs to be, hey, are we gonna have one of us do a? Are we just gonna roll around the table and say, hey, this is Mike, this is Dan? Is what that sounds real cheesy to me. Yeah. Well, I'd like I'd like to think that people will know who they're listening to. You already. guys have the deeper voices, so I need one of you two to do that. Because you you need a nice like, what is it, a baritone? Like, like this? Nice, yeah. So what's so what up, you're saying? Baby? <laughs> so should we 
so so should we get like record something say hey this is the i mean what i mean does that even happen on other shows i mean i guess there's always like a um you know there's like a little jingle you know i'm thinking of made for profit podcasts there's like a, they have that jingle the that slide guitar going um <laughs> does anybody know how to play that yeah down but you have to record it like this hey everyone welcome to another woodworker podcast <laughs> Another wood shop podcast. I don't know what another woodworker podcast. I like the side. I like the side. Like bummed out. Hey, welcome to another wood shop podcast. (laughs) So bummed. And go back to Chipper, right? Like Dan. Hey, welcome to the. I'll do my fake DJ voice. (laughs) Traffic and weather together on the Teds. You paid for the whole seat, but you'll only (laughs) use the edge. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. No, um, so we got to figure that out. So if we, we got to figure out what that intro is going to be. Um, we got to have like, I don't know. That's a, that's a production. That's some production stuff we got to figure out too. But I do, I do like the, I do like the, the obviously going from intro to, uh, do we say, say it again, Pete? I already forgot. Can you throw so it in the chat? Intros. Yeah. Intros. What we're working on. Big topic. On on the bench, whatever we want to call it, yeah. Um, yeah. So on a bench, big topic, subtopics. That's a lot yeah. of stuff. Well, usually it's well, we might not have questions. That's what I was thinking, and we might not do subtopics if like if there's like a big thing that we're talking about. Because I think honestly, we can we just ramble and fill an hour. Look at the counter. Oh, I know we can for sure. <laughs> None of this is good, but we can definitely ramble for an hour. <laughs> I think this uh, is good for if we're like we have a pause and we go, okay, let's I guess talk about a topic, right? You know, or answer a question. I, I I agree. We should have more options than less. So we'll keep that. Will be our general format. I think we keep that always. Um, questions I don't think will be an issue. I think the three of us put out on one story on different nights this week saying, hey, if you had some questions for a podcast about a woodworking, what would they be? And I think each one of us will get at least 15. <laughs> so, Half of them will be dumb. A couple right. will probably be from one of you guys. Yeah, I think questions are going to be a lot easier than... Yeah. I think we have way more questions than we can ever get to. Even if we get 50% of them are garbage. Well, we could, uh, we could stockpile the questions in case there's a week where we don't get any. <laughs> Take it easy, Dan. <laughs> All right, sorry. I don't want you to fly into a blackout and... Uh, <laughs> Start trashing the Asian Persuasion podcast. <laughs> uh, we don't need that. Uh, all right, all right. And uh, you never know; they might go viral. Oh. <laughs> ah! <laughs> took a second. Took oh. a second. All right, welcome to another Woodshop podcast. My name, my, my name, Mike. <laughs> Why say a lot word when few word do Why trick? Few word do trick. <laughs> Oh god! Uh, the oh, worst it's... part about prison, the dementors. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the dementors. <laughs> and they never caught me neither. Nice. Okay, I gotta go. All right, I'm gonna go eat some dinner. That's a wrap. I'm not...